This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Joined as always by my co-host, Brian Broadus, co-host of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, 2 to 7, Monday through Friday, and also a former Super Bowl winning NFL scout. And we are joined by uh, two more of your teammates there on G-Bag Nation, uh, our, our buddies here for 105 Through the Fan, Eric Chiafalo and Zach Wolchuk. Gentlemen, it's great to have you here. You guys wouldn't stop pestering us to come on, and we're like, all right, fine. When we get to Oxnard, we'll let you come on and talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, and here we are. What a blessing. I'm glad we could trash the party. Uh, it's been long overdue. We were really hoping that we would get to come on as a guest. You had David Hellman on. That was fantastic. And and now we can continue the, uh, the guest list and hopefully do – maybe half as well as Hellman did. We're just going to try and keep the ball relatively low so that maybe we can overachieve. Yeah, I mean I think I think that's a fair target. The two of you meeting half of what he does, I think is a good is a good bar for you to shoot for. I yeah, think if we yeah. get that, we should be happy. We're just trying to keep our expectations realistic. Bobby. 100%. Before we get going, Eric, you want to I don't remember y'all's Twitter off the top of my head. Eric, you got yours? Yes, I am at Chiafalo Sports and I need all the follows I can get and I promise I'm providing good training camp content right now. Yes, so he is. is he's he's crushing it on the videos and then Wolchuk. I'm at Zach Wolchuk. Yeah, Eric was running around like a madman out there and I'm just going to give you generally uh, random stuff. He had it and so he, he was all over it. He, he's like another John Mashota in the making here, Brian. He's yeah, that's the, the thing about it is when I, I know that Hellman and Mashota were two guys that all through training camp, you know, if you're looking for content when it comes to being at the right place at the right time, those guys are, are really, really good at it. And then Michael Gelkin from the Dallas Morning yep. News came oh. up to me today and goes, hey, bros, how about some love, man? Haven't you seen my videos? And I'm like, okay, I'll keep an eye on that. But, yeah, there's some really, really good follows in this camp. I know that uh, Eric is trying really hard to, to be in the right place at the right time. Zach will give you some of the – the stuff that he sees from a maybe a scouting perspective of some lineups and things like that. So a lot of good guys to follow, a lot of good gals to follow here as well. Yeah, yeah, we, we got a great group here at training camp. And we'll get into kind of our takeaways from the first day of practice. Uh, we're literally sitting here uh, in mine and Brian's hotel room as we're rooming this week. Uh, What's that smell? It's uh, it's the burning from the fact that I turned off the air conditioner and it's now ninety degrees in here. <laughs> I thought you lit a candle. Uh, no, 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 no. This is just it's it's I'm already burning up. Brian knows after spending like a single night here in Oxnard that I will keep the thing at a cool forty five degrees. So. <laughs> it reminded me. It reminded me of like those November days in at Lambeau Field. You yes. know, I felt like 
Man, this light jacket is not getting it done today. <laughs> I needed the turtleneck and the sweat top yeah, to go you, with it. Yeah, you, you didn't realize it till just now that you were preparing your whole life just to room with me. All there those, you go. All those days on the sideline. Been good. Uh, before we jump into the, the some of the practice takeaways, I wanted to kick off first with sort of a general overview from some of the rhetoric that's coming out of this organization. Um, and I, that sounds like a negative term to say it that way. The it sounded like you were annoyed when you it, said it. Yeah, because there was a tone thing there as well, Bob. Al- al- almost like the way this this organization seems annoyed that the fan base is, is upset with the failures of this football team for the last 26 years. Jerry seemed to have a lot of frustration, came out kind of swinging at the idea that they're, they somehow took a step back. Uh, I guess we'll we'll kind of go around the room here. Eric, first off, um, your thoughts just generally, the, the tone on the Cowboys coming out of camp, and then maybe anything uh, that you took away from McCarthy earlier today. Well, I mean, I, I just think that the, the big takeaway was in regards to Michael Gallup and kind of where he's at in his progression from a physical standpoint. I think that was one of the big topics coming into camp and one thing that we're going to monitor, uh, or we have monitored all off season, and we'll continue to until the season kind of gets going. We, we kind of have a an idea, okay, he's probably not going to start the season, but is it going to be two games? Is it going to be four games that he misses? And it seems like he's on track to kind of be on the on closer to the two-game side than the four-game side with where he's at in his progression and everything like that. I think he described it as being in the fourth quarter yep. of his recovery here, and he's kind of met all the checkpoints right on time, right on schedule. So that was the most encouraging thing for me uh, in regards to what Mike McCarthy said. From a tone standpoint, I mean, I think that they're – I think that they're they're frustrated with the the the, the fan base's thoughts and sentiments uh, about the way they conducted themselves this offseason because we've all lamented the fact that we've seen plenty of talent go out the door and it's another year of really nothing from a free agent standpoint that's really worth speaking of. It's like, okay, you get a James Washington here, whatever, but you don't have anything. There's no splashes. There's yeah. no Von Miller. There's no throwing money out there because when you throw the money out there, then, then it's like, okay, you feel like, that team is at least trying to win. They're spending money to at least see if it works, and the Cowboys aren't doing that. And so the fan base, understandably so, okay, if Mari Cooper leaves, what'd you replace him with? James Washington. And then, God bless him, Jalen Tolbert looks like he's going to be an absolute stud, but the the headline just reads third-round South Alabama wide receiver, and that's what we're doing. Washington and the third-round guy to go replace Amari Cooper. And sometimes it's like the fan base is a little bit annoyed by that. Yeah, and, and I think you, you remember the last time they propositioned, hey, here's our third-round pick receiver to replace our Pro Bowl wide receiver. It was when they brought in Michael Gallup. And Michael Gallup got a second contract, has been a productive player here, but they ended up having to trade for that very receiver that they purged this offseason. Zach, some of your initial takeaways from what the organization had to say? Right, at least they have a C.D. Lamb and not an Alan Hearns. That's, yeah, that's, that's a big that's difference a from, right there. from now and not then. Uh, and, and I am excited about C.D. You know, my takeaways there, I, I did like what they were saying about, you know, accountability and availability somewhat. And, and I agreed with their strategy when it came to Lyle Collins. I didn't necessarily agree with it with Amari Cooper. They can say what they want. They were frustrated Amari Cooper did not get vaccinated. They thought that was a selfish move. They didn't think that was a team move. And it was a a personal decision to move on from Amari Cooper. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. Amari Cooper did not miss any time last year due to injury. He missed time because he got sick with COVID. So there was no availability issues due to injury concern with Amari Cooper. Now with Lyle Collins... It's been whether it's the the drug test issue, whether it's been injury concerns, and guess what? He's on the pup list now in Cincinnati. So I think they're getting a little bit 
vindicated with the Lyle Collins thing personally, the Amari Cooper thing. We'll see how that plays out. But to me, it's just a weird year with how they've played this offseason. I just wonder how often is the NFC going to be as winnable as it appears this year. I don't think your division is going to be as winnable as it might be this year for very long. Heck, even next year, you might see this all of a sudden. We look around, and is the NFC East one of the better divisions in football if these teams can figure out their quarterback position? Because the Eagles roster is really good. The Giants roster is coming together. I think we all think Washington's roster has some good pieces. They've just never been able to figure out the quarterback position. So you look at the hierarchy of the NFC, you got the Rams, the defending champs. You got the Bucks because Brady's back. But the Packers have taken a big step back. You don't lose your top, maybe best receiver in football, Devontae Adams, and get better. What's going on with David Bakhtiari? So for me, you know, the conference is there for the taking. I thought this was an opportunity to go all in and try and fix some of the issues that you had. I think that's why there's frustration within the fan base, and uh, they didn't do a great job, in my opinion, of answering it. When it comes to Mike McCarthy, the one thing that was a little bit glaring to me with what he said, quote, I haven't done a great job with the stress of this job over the years. It's mathematics. How much you let in versus how much you produce on the output. And he's been doing group boxing. Eric, we've been wondering how he's gotten in shape. Maybe that's it. And he did make a joke. I've been thinking about the media while he's been doing it. Ha ha. <laughs> how long's Mike McCarthy been at this? eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. In the NFL period or as Since a head coach? As a head coach, right? Head coach, 2006. He's been in the league for yeah. damn near 30 years. You, yeah. you still are trying to figure out how to balance the stress of the job? Like, we have a problem here. I, you know, I, I, I think that that quote alone justifies the doubt that a lot of people have with Mike McCarthy. How have you not figured this out and how to kind of work through all the personal off the field issues and do your damn job i'll tell you what i'm usually the guy that ha- uh, that hammers mike mccarthy he said something today that i felt like was really interesting and it was the that they did a study about injuries mm-hmm. and they and they were talking about the sixth practice is when they start to find that some of these injuries then begin to take place. And so he's trying to figure out a way of how to practice his team with the given days that he has. He was mentioning about the ramp-up. He was mentioning about, you know, we only get so many days in pads, which next Monday, four out of five days will be in pads. Everybody I talk to at the Cowboys appreciates Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones even said this himself. His team's health was the absolute best it could have been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
if you're going to kick Mike McCarthy for all the other things that I think he does wrong, it sounds like he's given this thing some thought about, because it's about availability. That seems to be the big buzzword around this organization now. Yeah. Availability. Availability, James Washington, Tolbert, uh, Kelvin Joseph. It's availability. You know, if these guys can't practice, then you're not going to be able to see how this, you're going to play in the game. And maybe that was the problem with Amari, and maybe the Amari Cooper not practicing made Mike McCarthy even focus even more on like, hey, I can't have a guy not practice and then put him in the lineup and think I'm going to get this great thing out from him. Amari Cooper's a damn good player. We all know that. But how about the confidence or the lack of if he's not practicing if you're Kellen Moore? Again, I'm sound like I'm defending no, no, Kellen that, Moore. That's a fair point. But the, the one thing I appreciate about Mike McCarthy, because people that I really, really like and trust in the Dallas Cowboys organization, are like he gets it when it comes to player health. And he even talked about, I don't make emotional decisions on injuries. And I think that's something, because we've seen this. How many teams get wrecked when they lose players? Yeah. McCarthy, it's like, well, are they practicing? Are they not practicing? Are they practicing? I I think the bottom line is to try and get this team as healthy as possible, but they've got to finish the job because they didn't do it against San Francisco. But, man, if you don't have players, it's hard to win games. I think he might be going. I think he might be on to something. Makes here. me wonder how hand-tied McCarthy was with the Zeke decision last year. He said that Zeke, he, he couldn't have today in the, in the media availability – he couldn't have been his compliment. He called him a cornerstone player, you yeah. know, and is tough and all, you know. that's we, we bash Zeke for all, you know, but Zeke will line up and play. I no, think he will, but you could tell, and, and we talked about this on our show on the G-Bag Nation 2-7, to seven, and Bobby and Eric, feel free to chime in here, but like going back and just re-watching some of the season, Zeke was great the first month of the season when he was healthy. He gets hurt in the Carolina game. Yeah, but they weren't admitting. It's funny because I was talking, and maybe, maybe my sources were leading me down the wrong path, but I was getting that he wasn't hurt. He clearly was. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they, so you, they weren't honest about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. And I, and I don't, I don't want to say my guys. Fair. I, I hey, talk, absolutely. And maybe, no, no. And that's, you know, I, I had doubt. I yeah. had doubt about, I'm like, okay, is the line not blocking? Yeah. Or is he really dealing with a knee problem? To me, it's just one of those things where I'm loving everything you're saying about what McCarthy's doing to keep guys healthy. That was a situation where I think the team would have benefited by resting Zeke, getting him right, then he can really help the team. Yeah, the problem there was that's a 12-week. Like, you can only heal that with rest. It's 12-week rest. And yeah. so for them, they were going to have to... And Zeke wasn't going to sit 12 They were going to have to say either you hey. have him banged up for the year or no. you sit him down and you, you I get don't the get point. him to the playoffs. I will say on, on the Amari Cooper front, I had somebody last year tell me we were talking about Amari and his availability and things like that. Uh, they said, yeah, it's great on Sundays. Yeah. And and sorry if we get the explicit tag on, on this recording. Uh, Peyton, our producer, I apologize in advance. But they told you, it's great on Sunday. Uh, it'd be wonderful if you, could get, if you could get shit out of him Monday through Saturday. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think, how they, they felt about him. And so it's it's availability, but it's like you're not going to get anything out of him from practice. You're See, not going to get anything out of him during the work. Week. That's the thing, though, you also worry about with McCarthy is I'm saying how positive I am about him and thinking about his players' health trying to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Are they a tough team? I mean, Bobby, we've brought that up. If you're not a team that doesn't practice, 
and you don't practice with any physicality or any toughness, does that make you a tough team? Are you going no. to lack because you're trying to protect yourself like, okay, we have to be careful how we're doing this. I appreciate the fact that it that he's already looking at at practice six and saying, okay, I don't want to be losing guys because the study I'm done right now tells me when I get to practice six, there's going to be some issues here, you know, and I, I, I appreciate that being that, that kind of vision, but does it come at a price? Yeah. Does it come at a price of not being a tough team? That's the fine and, line. And Bobby will tell you because he lives in that building over there that they didn't think they were a very tough team. Yeah. And that, and that, you know, so it's, it, I'm, I'm saying one thing and I'm like, but should I question the toughness? Yeah, I, I, I mean, you're, yeah, you're going to, you're going to give and take like, like it's, just yeah, you you're pointing weigh. out a strength, but there's still flaws there that need to get corrected. Yeah. There, there's no perfect answer to it. It's, it's that, you know, okay, if you do this way, yeah, there are these downsides to it. If you do it this way, well then there's these downsides to it. So I, I, I mean, just regardless, interesting stuff coming out of the Cowboys uh, this week from from their mouthpieces there with the franchise. Uh, but good news on Michael Gallup, at least. Yeah, it is. And I think the timetable stuff, I mean, he's hitting all the benchmarks. He was talking about that today with the coach. I will say this, though. I hate the fact that this team is going out of their way to now make comments about stuff that was said during the offseason, whether media-driven, you know, Jerry looked like he had a laundry list of things he wanted to get off his chest. The whole thing about Mike McCarthy's job security and all that, I think that was totally unnecessary on his part. Yeah. The fact that Mike McCarthy's sitting next to him getting ready for the 2022 season is all we need to know. He shouldn't have to address this his job security if, in fact, that he is here. And even to say the point that of guys, uh, you know, I could have got guys that you guys were talking about. You know, uh-huh. I... That that was really un, un, unprompted yeah. too. Yeah. He yeah. he went ahead and decided. Nobody asked him the question. He just wanted to launch into it yeah. first thing out of the gate. Uh, this is the Love the Star podcast. Uh, the Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.